Hello, hello, hello. I'm Michelle. And I'm Veronica. Welcome to our podcast, I Don't Know, to be honest, a safe space for people who do not be knowing. gosh Michelle June 21st we have our release date how does it feel to know that the end is in sight suddenly all that motivation I was like ah I can't be blaming things on the pandemic anymore not that the pandemic will end but the reasons I was saying ah this thing is not banging this thing is not doing its thing it's because ah, we pandemic. will have no more excuses there's no like, excuse um well first of all hi guys hi. second of all um you know what I don't know how to feel like when I first got the news I was mm. a bit apathetic because I was just like oh this guy is gonna lift our hopes up again and, and then dash people them to the began wayside. to do the memes and gifts and all the comedy around June 21st <laughs> so I thought right I'm gonna feed into this and we you actually have <laughs> Michelle was like I'm gonna be hopeful <laughs> I'm gonna be hopeful for one last time the last bit of the last shred of hope that I have mm. for 20 21 i'm going to hang it on, on boris johnson wow it doesn't look like it's something that we can actually you know like when we when you put it like that it doesn't look like something that can be can be done because i don't know someone actually cast our mind back casted our minds back to the fact that boris said that we would have christmas and then three days before he said if you pack your bag on pack it he said, unpack um, it. Off your wig and load it back in the suitcase. It's like the wig bag. Back in the wig bag. So that Christmas wig, that Christmas wig, <laughs> that Christmas wig that you were loading for, 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 for the family snaps. No, <laughs> no, no, just unpack your bag. it and just resume to Zoom because that's how it's going to have to be. Guys, you can only like, be hopeful. You can only be hopeful, honestly. Um... But yeah, so I'm really excited about the 21st of June. Um, not only because June is like my birthday month, but just... <laughs> I'm going to postpone my birthday from the date it is to that date mm. so that I can really do up the celebration. I'm going to... Yeah. I mean, you know what? It's like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to siphon the joy of the day mm. for my birthday. Just the fact that I'm, yelling. I'm postponing my, my birthday till the 21st of June. Okay. So all y'all who know me, obviously say happy birthdays, but we're reloading it on the 21st of June. Loading, 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 Okay. What does the man say? Anyway, Sha. <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder what, what would you, what do you think is going to be the first thing you do? So just for confirmation, what is actually happening on the 21st of June? Boris said, for me, the most important thing, Boris said, the clubs are open. He said the club. He said the club. Oh, he said, I'm opening the club. He says we can A. He said we can A again. Not that A that you've been doing on Zoom. He said, <laughs> he said we can. He said three the A. I said, when will I A, a again? Again. <laughs> and I genuinely thought it was proper spoken words. Boris said, wait me, wait me. <laughs> so I'm really excited about, um, what do you call it? I'm quite excited about um, the 21st of June. Because the clubs are opening, that means things can actually resume. Because are we mm. going to have to wear masks in the club? No. Is he saying that we won't have to mask He up? said, yeah, but I think the key thing about like the exit strategy the key thing about the exit strategy is that it really need, it's really hinged on the fact that everybody needs to do their bit. So when you're called for the vaccination program, you need to go and get your vaccine. And it really, really hinges on the fact that like every, like the, they don't see another surge in numbers, mm. but like some places in London, like this weekend, like people being at, 
I think eh, eh, like they're going eh. Like people actually have believed that <laughs> there's an eh sound I was trying to make before we're saying out, just in case you didn't hear me. Like, eh, eh. Eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> eh, eh. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. So yeah. So I think that like it all hinges on the fact that we all follow the rules and be ruling like ruling men. So that's all we need to be doing in this time of need and prayer. Okay. So we need to hang tight. We need to do all the right things. Mm. But the thing is, right? Let me, in fact, let me just not be a negative Nelly about it. I'm not going to put out what I was going to say. Don't put it out I'm into the universe out because that's my only form of hope at this moment. Okay, in time. we're not doing that. Then. So yeah, we're Being not hopeful. doing that. We're not Being dashing hopeful. my hope. So guys, but please I'm trying not buy to. your shoe, hang it by the door. Mm. Buy your clothes, hang it by the wall. Buy your skirts. Buy your skirts. Buy everything. Make sure that skirts is shorter than the skirts before. We want to be having hoax years. Hoax. Hoax years. Hoax. H-E-A-U-X. We want hoax to be years. hoaxing out. Hooks like a hoax so in my... Please. Hoax like a fox. <laughs> you know that fox that you hear in your garden shouting in the middle of the night? <laughs> That's what I want y'all yeah, to be Doris, on. Doris, I'm busy. Doris. You know, Michelle, Michelle has like, a fox. Were, I, have, I have a local fox. She has a local fox. That actually... <laughs> and that local fox, Doris. She, she, she rises with the sun. And, and she's patrolling and she, the streets. And she, and she patro- as every morning, we give ourselves a head nod. Right, Doris? And she's not f- afraid of humans at all. She's, she's domesticated. Yeah, she's completely domesticated. She's completely domesticated. She looks, we recognise, I mean, she, like, she recognises me. We see each other and I'm like, you're right, Doris. And she'll be looking at yeah. and Doris. As, as I go on my, on my ride, she just moves out of my way yeah. so I don't reverse into her. Bed. That's exactly, you see the way Doris is out at 5am? That's the time I want you all to be in your houses at 5. Anyway, Sha, the anyway. main reason why we're here today... Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that we actually do have a fantastic episode for you all. We have been, like, since we started the pod, we've been getting, like, loads of DMs that you guys should do a dilemma episode, you guys should do a dilemma episode. And we were like, oh, skiing, like, we only, we think that literally two people would hand in dilemmas. Mm -hmm. But shockingly enough, we've got enough dilemmas that we can make this a regular thing. So today is a meal. You know how we're the I don't know, to be honest? We're calling our dilemma section we want to know to be honest <laughs> we, want to we know are planning to, to know <laughs> so we have we've got a few we actually got quite a few we've got quite a few that we can actually split um, into two episodes that's yes. actually scheme and we picked a few so we haven't mm. we're not gonna go for all of them we've just yeah. randomly gone through a few okay so if we don't address your dilemmas on this episode hopefully in subsequent episodes we will be able to address them then so yes. we've not forgotten about y'all at all well. um, oh but also just to say that if you do want to hand in your dilemma for like the next episode or you guys think we should make it a bit more of a thing we've got like a link in our bio um it, on instagram and twitter that's i don't know to be honest pod you can also email us that I, that's i don't know to be honest pod at gmail.com mm-hmm. um and um basically the good thing about these links is that we it's like a google form so the key thing to remember is that you can actually just submit anonymously make up a fake name mm-hmm. like you don't even need to send us your email you can move in silence like doris the fox be patrolling in these dilemma streets so yeah <laughs> so without further ado and also actually before we even get into it mm-hmm. so um we're just gonna put up some you know just for some just for some housekeeping stuff yeah. as well um we're just gonna plug some of our socials we have a new twitter account it's mm-hmm. not very new anymore but it's we have old. a twitter account so if you follow guys me. want to follow us and just sort of keep track follow of what me. we're doing and our random bits of banter it's primarily run by veronica <laughs> because you know 
I don't know. She's the witty one. So <laughs> irony is that I'm not even the witty one. She's the witty. Michelle the witty runs one. in the mat. <laughs> Michelle. The thing is that Michelle gives me content to be witty about. I could not be witty <laughs> without Michelle's content. Like Michelle's like content, content, content. <laughs> so okay, fine. Veronica again. I should be honest. I'm gonna join you with trying to run it, but actually. No. primarily run by Veronica and um, but yeah so if you want to follow us if you want to see what we're up to we do some promotional stuff on there we share some banter we, yeah, we you know, have like whatever. 19 followers let's help it can be 22 yes let's try and up that number <laughs> fingers crossed <laughs> and also mm-hmm. as usual we're available on Instagram yep. at TBH pod yeah and thank you for all the love you guys have been showing on our Instagram yes. like it's mad it's mad lovely thank very you very appreciative guys thank you for the support you know love for the loving as they say um, and also um, yeah so let's just jump right into it actually yeah. and start with the I'm dilemma. about to dive in I don't know the rest of the story. neither do I okay so let's go <laughs> I've tried to make this as large as possible so you can read <laughs> yes yeah, my vision is, my vision is visioning mm. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So do you want to do you want to take this one? I'll take the second okay, one. Okay. So I'm gonna read this dilemma. Oh yeah. So we're, they're anonymous, but you can also make up a fake name. So we're just gonna call this person B. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. So this is from B. Um, hi girls. Love the podcast, and I'm really enjoying how candid and fun you are. Getting straight into things. My dilemma is how do you get over a heartbreak in a pandemic? Ah. <laughs> Oh, God. I'm finding it really hard staying distracted from thinking about my failed situationship all the time. There's so there's only so many Netflix originals I can watch, you know. A lot of my friends are staying indoors and don't really want to meet because of the social distancing rules, and I don't have that much family and I that I can distract myself with. My thing is I will be going about my day and will think about it randomly and end up in a spiral of obsessive thoughts. I even embarrassingly stalk his socials. There's nothing to be embarrassed in. How do I stop that? <laughs> it's been three months now and I am, I, I don't know if I'm over it. Help a girl out. Love heart emoji. Hmm. Ah, darling B. Right. Darling B. I'll let you start. Okay. Um, darling B, I just want to say firstly, thank you so much for sending in numero uno of our dilemmas thank you so much for sending in and honestly like you sound like you're going through it and twinsies um so (laughs) clarify twinsies twinsies um all i can say is especially for like how you're feeling it's very very granted i think that with the pandemic everyone's screen time has gone up exponentially Mm -hmm. and so what's what's happening now is that people are online more often anyway like what you would have used to distract yourself because of the panty mm. you can't use that to distract yourself because that's like what's keeping you like you, there's no oh uh, let me go to the library with my friends let me go and do this with my friends let me go and do this let me go and do that it's all like very much in everyone's business so i think that from that perspective of course you're going to be online so much and that like, you fully recognize that and of course like you know watching netflix originals there's only so much you can do with um what you said about embarrassingly stalking his socials the only thing i can give you advice for is you need to block him and if it gets to a point of you're finding that you can't be on social without stalking him you may not only do you need to block him you might need to deactivate your account and that's just to give yourself a breathing space but that's just my view of viewing things mm-hmm. i believe it it ain't none of God, that bitch, y'all. And you need to be doing a severe few come when you're cutting people off. Um, <laughs> Probably the sound effects, man. <laughs> no, no. no, but like... 
<laughs> no, sorry, D. But like genuinely, like I think that like in terms of stalking socials, I think that's very natural, especially in the gen that we are in. But how to stop that is like you kind of do need to like completely block him. And if you're finding that completely blocking him doesn't help because he might have a public page, you might have what or whatnot. You need to restrict the account, block him if you haven't considered that already, and then deactivate. You can deactivate Instagram, Twitter. Pretty sure you can deactivate Facebook. You probably can deactivate Pinterest. Um, but, like, deactivate him for a bit just to give yourself space. And my advice would be, during this time, you need to kind of figure... not like figure yourself out and pour back into yourself and i think that like what happens after like situationships relationships when they end and when they move past you kind of are always left thinking about like how much that like, you give to that other person and rightly so but it comes to a point to, in time where you need to pour some of that back into yourself and i don't mean that in a toxic way of like ah you should never want romantic love because you can give it all to yourself i don't mean that at all i just mean it in a way of like pouring back into yourself with the love that you want to give because it failed for a reason and trust in trust in the power if you're spiritual trust in god trust in the universe whatever it is but trust in the, your experiences that it was not meant to work for a reason and you have to trust that it wasn't and move with that trust that's the only way you'll ever get over it that's my advice yeah i think i, I agree with um veronica's advice um for the most part actually however mm. um I actually, if you feel like you have a compulsive need to go through his socials mm. and all that stuff, maybe blocking him might be the way to go. Mm. Um, I just feel like if you're actually that compulsive about it, you can block and unblock. I'm not going to lie. Even when you block the person, I have found myself in a situation where I'm like, okay, and unblock. Mm. <laughs> I'm here now. Who's going to stop me? The same strength I used to unblock. Who's going to stop me? So I just don't know. I feel like there needs to be a more active approach in, in, in terms of like, okay, right. First of all, you need to feel your feelings. Mm. Three months, I don't know how long... You, I don't know, you haven't said how long you were Together. in this situationship for. Um, and don't put a time limit on... One, don't put a time limit on how far, how long it's going to take you to deal with this. You have... A lot of us are in isolation or more isolated than usual because mm -hmm. of this situation. So you have a lot of time for this situation to fester. Mm -hmm. And so definitely... I think you should definitely invest in things that will distract you. Yeah. Not just Netflix. You can find other ways. Mm. I personally dive into fitness. If it's exercise, yeah, exercise. Michelle, Michelle's an if it's going babe. for walks, mm. going like just go for a walk. Just get out there. Just listen to music. Whatever you enjoy doing that you can do on the go mm -hmm. that doesn't allow you to sit down and fester in your emotions. Definitely do that. Mm. And whilst we can't see our friends the way we normally do, we can contact them through other means. Like, yes. like you know. And sometimes you'd be surprised on how sometimes like, I don't really like to initiate calls but I actually find that once I do mm. and I'm on that one phone call for two hours that's two hours I could have been doing spending doing something that maybe was not good for me mm -hmm. and actually I've had a refreshing conversation with my friend and it's, it's taking my mind off things and during that conversation sometimes it's also I get the encouragement you know, mm. I talk about my feelings and I get the encouragement to, um, and the kind of the emotional support I need just to at least see me through to the next time I'm feeling a bit emotional about whatever it is mm -hmm. that's making me emotional um, I think Okay, so, like, in summary, just don't put a time limit on it. Like, things will... You will heal. Like, time is literally the biggest healer in situations like this. Mm. Definitely try and take your mind off things as much as possible by doing more things than just Netflix. Because whilst Netflix is an escape, sometimes you can then find yourself in a Netflix... You'll be a, wallowing like a, a wallowing man. ...in a thing that will allow you wallow because something is going to be tailored to... So you're going to find something that's going to be tailored to your... 
that's gonna uh, to trigger your, that's yes. gonna trigger your experience yes. on Netflix because you know how it, you know how they do and then all of a sudden you're starting to you draw, your break too. yeah mm. you're starting to be like oh my god this this is triggering because this was me this mm. was me this was me mm. so maybe more realistic things like actually in real in the real world mm. um, to distract yourself with um, block if you want to block if you feel like it's gonna help you definitely block if not you might just have to genuinely it's, it's about moving with intention here or find yourself i'm not gonna lie i also encourage <sighs> distraction by no you just let me not lie start chatting to other people they it, it does distract you i'm not necessarily advocating it, for like it's not it's not it's not get. the be all end all it's not the be all end all but, I, but if you just need to move your mind or if something, you need to move works. your mind or something it does work it does mm. distract you like find yourself a new nigger if it's a nigger or a man or a woman woman, whatever it is find yourself whoever it is find yourself someone else that would distract you maybe not with the intent of using them as distraction but just open yourself up to a new thing but don't obviously bear it in mind that you're not you may not be ready for anything more serious Mm. but actually just the conversation and just sometimes just having a good old doting person yeah distracts you from the fact it reminds you of your source sometimes and all yeah. of a sudden you're like me i was even crying about this 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 non-entity when actually i am the creme mm. de la creme exactly it just it is it does it does work i'm speaking from personal experience yeah line them up baby girl i'm screaming man them glucose we go again <laughs> okay so like <laughs> seriously you line them up you'll be talking thursday monday tuesday wednesday thursday yeah distracted mm. michelle's a lily girl yeah, I mean, for real <laughs> for real no but like honestly i feel as if like genuinely um exactly what michelle said but i think that it's it's important that when you're moving through that you have to move with the intention of pouring into yourself Mm -hmm. and not using other people to pour into you and also realizing what you want and not just using people as rebounds which is really really hard to do and the only way that you can know when you're not is you have to explore this thing for yourself so Mm -hmm. that's it i hope that's um good i hope that's good for you b write in let us know um let us know how things um progressed and like you know if the advice walk, or if it not walk, yeah. let us know. Yeah, but also just take, do it, whatever works for you as well, by the yeah. way. So this is, I would say, definitely distracting yourself with other people. Of course, please, as Veronica said, do not, I, I don't want you to mistake it. Don't use anybody for rebound. Let them know, fully inform them that you're in a space, but actually you're interested in just getting to know. Yeah. If you are, that's the case. Let them know, please, I beg. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know you Okay, so the next one is from Lovely Babes L, and L said, my relationships feels strained because my boyfriend and I don't live together. We've been in lockdown for almost two, and we've been in lockdown for almost two months. He keeps pressurizing me to break the rules because he thinks the COVID statistics are exaggerated. <laughs> my dear, hey, but I live with my immediate family, some of which are vulnerable. How do I get him to understand my perspective? Michelle, do you want to go first? Because what- eh? Wait, hold on. <laughs> Okay, first of all, let me not even shout. It's a, wait, 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 wait. wait, let so, me fix my lips. So, first of all, mm. um, people really are actually out here dying. They're if you dying. Have, if you have vulnerable <laughs> members of your family, just imagine for the sake of relationship, I'm not going to lie, that's your family. So it's literally like, if you feel like you seeing your boyfriend is going to, and that's the thing, you, you might feel like that's not the case, but you clearly feel like seeing, seeing him or going to visit him or exposing yourself to the potential um ex- potentially exposing yourself to covid could actually bring it to your family who are vulnerable and you don't feel comfortable and you don't with feel this. comfortable with it one he's there are two things here <laughs> 
you don't he's making you do he's, he's trying to convince you to do something that you're not comfortable with mm-hmm. if he cares about you you say look here's the thing i cannot live with the thought that i actually could bring harm to my family mm-hmm. like Im- just imagine if if you put yourself in a situation like okay say i bring covid home and then my mom or dad whoever's vulnerable or auntie or grandma or someone gets it and dies or gets it and is seriously ill. Yeah, or gets I'm it and is ill. In, and is ill. But I'm taking what I'm thinking worst case scenario. Can mm. you live with that? Mm-hmm. If you can't live with that, and if he cannot understand that, then I, I don't really know how he's processing information. I, yeah. I think you just need to put. I'm not gonna lie. This is quite simple. Put your foot down and say, look, these. If you that's you, you're entitled to believe what you want to believe. If you don't believe in the stats, even if the stats are wrong. COVID is killing people. It literally, people are, are sick. Are Families dying. are being it's, wiped out. That isn't a joke. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. It's like, I personally, like, not, like, personally, personally, but I know of people's families where they've lost, like, five people, like, five family members in three weeks. Mm-hmm. That is not a joke. Like, and this is happening more common than you think it is. Just because you yourself might not know of someone, it's just like they didn't know of someone until like two weeks ago they had a mum, a dad, an auntie, an uncle, and a brother. And, and then, then two, two weeks later they had no one. It was just them let with me, the mortgage. Let me, that is very real. Honestly, let me tell you from let me tell you from personal experience, Elle. I work in I'm a health care professional. It is not a joke. Gang. If you're doing things, like do it at your own risk. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel comfortable, do not do it okay it is real some people are like if i die i die you're clearly not one of those people so please do not let your boyfriend push you into that situation okay if you're not comfortable with it you put your foot down and he has to deal with it yes and i think an important thing to ask uh, ask yourself here is like why is this person who obviously is your boyfriend so i'm assuming he loves you or cares about you very deeply pressurizing you to break a rule because he believes something isn't right like to me hmm Maybe, you know what, I know lockdown is hitting everyone differently. He might be um, isolated by himself. He might just not be feeling the love. He might need a bit more physical touch. That might be the way that he shows love. But still, it's a bit like, I don't think, understanding it from your perspective, you need to break it down to him seriously. As in to be like, no, I am not going to do this. My my kind of way that I put my foot down is X, Y, Z. And it's because of this, this, this. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to do this. Like, sometimes I feel as if to get someone to understand, to get some to get another person to understand your perspective you kind of need to be a bit harsh especially when it's literally life or death sickness or health like people that even have covid and like i know someone really close to me my family they got covid in the first wave to this day there they still can't smell some people have not returned to their baseline i'm telling you to this day nearly a year they still can't smell lung problems some people are still not being able to they can't you know that your level of they've like what's the word deconditioned where it's Mm. like they've actually gone down from their level their baseline level of functioning where they used to be more athletic common one two jog they're out of breath Mm -hmm. it's not a joke it's nearly been a year hospitalized for and they call it they call it post-covid complications yep and they it's still not haven't a joke. understood why this is happening. So this if, virus is a newbie, so don't be playing. If you're anxious, if you're anxious, anxious for a reason, mate. stick to... You're not comfortable. Do not let this man that's supposed to love you make you do something that you're uncomfortable with. Exactly, and I think this advice particularly goes if you are not comfortable. If you're comfortable exactly. with doing that, and if you know, like, this is... Like, it's my cross to bear, and I'm comfortable with it, then by all means, then by all means move. Exactly. But if not, and it sounds like you're not, I'm here to say that your feelings are valid, and just be putting your foot down, and then just be like, no, 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 you kind of need to... Why do I need to see it? Like, you kind of just need to understand me, but 
move with the sword move with power move with, sword. Move with the power please I, I do want to mention i know you you must you care about your boyfriend a lot. Mm -hmm. i know you're worried about your relationship but you should not be the only one that's worried about your relationship. exactly he should he worry also, too he's the other he's the other party in this relationship so isn't your family you part really of your to, not even not even like he's, he's involved in this relationship the same way the relationship is strained for you is the same way it should be strained because it's like mm. look and and also light is there's a there is a light at the end of the tunnel there's light at the end of the tunnel because soon we're going to be released so he just needs he to, to hold on longer. just hold and on like hopefully what happens is in that time your family who are vulnerable will get the vaccine you yes. will obviously get the vaccine he needs to get that vaccine as well he needs to be on it to get the vaccine mm -hmm. two shots of the vaccine not just one if he's saying that the covid stats are are like exaggerated he believes in covid Bruh. you think in the government is is falsifying deaths the, the how many people over that, over 20 I personally, people, over 100,000 people have died what am i saying mate. who knows the thing is statistics yes they may be plus minus and that's why they give it, it this this thing called room for error yeah so it might it's plus minus a given a given number really it's not they're not going to know be able to account for every single one so it could be more and it could be less but i don't think it's that significantly I that less is, i don't think that if we're worried for a reason yeah and we should be worried basically yeah. if that makes sense especially if there's this new strain let don't play around l don't play foot down and say i just you can't ask me to put my family in danger because you want a hug exactly um or whatever else exactly so, yeah. Um, I really hope this helps you. It's not going to be easy. We're not. I'm not coming. You know how it's them easier said than done type situations. Yeah. I know it's not going to be an easy conversation, and you may have to have it a few times, but just think about worst case scenario on either end, and then make a decision based on that. Exactly. Yeah. Thank okay. you so much for writing into us, and I Thank hope this you. helps. Okay. Next so one. next dilemma. This is from M. So, hello, good morning. Thanks you for take. Thank you for taking the time. As you know, lock. As you know, it's lockdown, and I've not been feel. Oh, I've been feeling not myself. I have so much work to do for myself personally and professionally, and I can't manage to do any of it. I've gone to counselling, spoken to friends, and reached out spiritually a few times. But if I'm honest, I think the problem is sex. Oh. <laughs> oh man, I'm not having is, is enough. The Michelle. <laughs> no, it's not me. It's not me. I'm not having enough like I used to because my oh, boyfriend and I broke up. Sorry, oh, Emma. I'm so sorry, sis. Um, I really loved him and know if I called him, we could do it again whenever I would like, and it would be it would definitely focus on me. But I just feel that sex is responsible for everything bad in my life. Also, <laughs> oh. Like I'm being punished by how higher power or something. I have a really important deadline coming up. What do I do? Call my ex or continue being abstinent? Um. Hey. I'm um. Gonna let you talk, Veronica. I'm gonna let you go. Um. I just want to say, Baba, I want to hug you because it sounds like physical touch is your love language, or it sounds like sex is how like you feel connected to people, and like I feel like you're going under three very big things at one time like you're dealing with a breakup you've got an important deadline lockdown you're not feeling yourself even emotionally there's a lot going on in your head and when we're like this like naturally human beings are like okay what is the first thing like i want to hang on to comfort what comforts me is like sex is a 
sex is a beautiful way to connect with people mm-hmm. yeah i think it's a language of communication that's not just like based on like talking it's just based on body language and i can tell that like it sounds like you're yearning for that and i just want to say like yo babes like your feelings are valid like how you're feeling is valid you're hmm. and i'll say this once and i'll say this again i do not believe in the version of christianity that punishes people for having very human feelings such as wanting to be desired sexually having sexual desire experiencing sexual desire and moving through the power of sexual desire you are not being punished i promise you whenever you've heard or indoctrinated that type of language into yourself it's probably come from a man like somewhere down the line a man has probably wrote it like i don't even (laughs) not trying to be like but like genuinely like you it's important to like delineate that you are not being punished by God or something like sex is not responsible. Actually, I don't know you personally. You might feel like it's responsible for everything bad that's happened in your, happened in your life, but I doubt it. Like that, that basically suggests that like, okay. So it basically suggests that like everything bad in your life is like, say for some, is something innate, like chewing gum. Chewing gum isn't the problem. Does that make sense? And like, I know the way that you're feeling right now is just like, oh, I just want to connect with somebody. I want to be comforted by somebody. I want to speak the language of just expressing myself through my body. Do you know how, do you know how fucking powerful that is? I'm so proud of Sex you. Sex can't possibly be the... Do you know yeah, what I'm, I'm so proud of you for even recognising that. It's one of the most natural things ever. To say one of the mm, most natural things ever is how can it? something. How can it might be coincidental that something happens around the time that you have sex, but sex is natural. Literally, mm. it's like if you do believe, believe in God, God himself or herself, He had them people knacking. Definitely says, go have Not sex. Boots. You know, it's the mm. natural thing. I mean, if you're having it in a healthy way for you, that mm. is really important, of mm-hmm. course. And you need to make sure that you're having it in a healthy way for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would definitely try and mentally cut that link snip snip that link that you feel and that it's has very... sex has to bad things happening to you okay it's supposed to bring you pleasure and fulfillment and and all them things there sometimes it'll be clearing your skin and whatever i'm screaming um but wow no see, i can't i can never be serious so okay so no but i would say that link that you have to chop is very very hard yeah. and it takes years to do it so don't expect that you're going to do it overnight or don't expect that this feeling of like oh my god i've done something wrong is going to change even in the next few weeks three months two years it takes a long time because it's indoctrination that's also been propped up by the society that we live in there's a lot of guilt we're all battling it we're all shape or form i'm not gonna honestly especially you're not alone that for sure Mm. um and okay so practical advice now no 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 practical advice um you don't call your ex. I think that's advice. Don't, don't call your ex because what you'll then do is there's is there's a unhealthy attachment on the horizon if you, mm. if you start linking your ex to your productivity. Yes. You see. Yes. Um, you need to not call your ex. Um, mm. if it's I don't know how you feel about sex toys and just an orgasmic release. That might be it. That might be a, something you can try. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then just other things that you can again. This is the same advice I was given earlier on. If there's anything that you can use to not just we don't want distraction. Now we need something that's going to help prompt your productivity and move through so, the and feeling. Move through that feeling as well. So if you need to change your scenery as much as you can in the situation that we're in, um, setting yourself like small small deadlines for small small wins you know mm. don't look at your deadline with this whole mountain of something that you need to achieve all at once mm. set yourself small achievable targets potentially 
small achievable targets mm-hmm. um so if you can say to yourself that i do this sometimes i'm like okay from one o'clock till like 2 30 i need to read this block or i need to do this much work and then even if i don't always do it i've done something whereas if i sat there worrying about this mountain i wouldn't have done anything yes so, yourself. so small small achievable um targets smart goals smart objectives if you know what they look look that up basically it just basically links your productivity to a timely and realistic um realistic approach sorry i just um, i just want to recommend an app that might help you mm-hmm. so i saw it on makai the um she's a youtuber and historian and mm-hmm. um, she has an instagram app of like this app this block this um app that blocks out hours in her day so she schedules it the night before mm-hmm. and she blocks out specific hours to be like okay for two hours i'm gonna record a youtube video mm. then for one hour i'm gonna edit it then i'm gonna change my bed sheet she literally blocks out her whole day like that mm. so the phone kind of like i think it kind of like gives her a notification when it happens okay. and so i would li- literally suggest like downloading it the app is called our blocks like hours in our clock hours hour blocks and it's a I'm way to try that yeah i i really I'm, i'm i need to download yeah, it i will download i will download it and we will i think we should also make if we can potentially plug that in at some point on our story when okay. it comes out as well mm-hmm. because we'll i do. think a lot of people might be struggling with this especially this repetitive every day from bed to sofa uh, bed, to, bed to desk bed to desk it's like, hard you're not, you're not the only one whose productivity is lagging behind this i just i'm, I'm gonna tell you now so mm. um I don't know if it's the idea is to continue being abstinent. I think if you if you feel like I mean in this in this lockdown situation that we're in, that might just be the case because you don't have your a current partner and you're not having anyone that that could be that person living with you. So potentially investing in the other ways to self pleasure, you know, and it doesn't necessarily it doesn't necessarily need to involve sex toys. It could literally if there's anything that does give you pleasure in that way that can bridge the gap somewhat mm. see if you can try that as well and um i think also did you say that you've you've gone to counseling as well mm. so i don't really know how how helpful that has been for you so far if that's something that you can keep at potentially as please well do. please keep at that as well if you find that it's helping you um the problem is not sex my darling and it's it not you not. either you're going through you. three very very big things that are all happening at one time mm-hmm. like and it's a lot for somebody that's like like if, imagine if lockdown wasn't here it's actually just enough that when someone's going through a breakup their whole life is just higgy yeah. talk more of breakup and then you're trying to fa- you, you're not feeling yourself personally and then that might be linked to the breakup or it also might be linked to your productivity professionally and it's three massive things like mm. on a usual day that's enough to knock one person out so i just want to say that like i am so grateful i don't we don't know you personally but it's just we're so grateful that you're holding yourself with grace and even acknowledging how much you're going through because that in itself is a feat reaching out to, with, to us and even asking us who are like two practical strangers like for like some help and some guidance i don't think you understand the level of strength you have within you that you can move through this situation you've asked and you've sought for help we honestly i don't even know you but me i'm so proud of you i'm so proud Mm -hmm. i'm so proud so like i have every bit of faith but thing one if you're taking only one thing do not call that x leave him don't call the x um and again sex is not you, do, you honestly don't need to be running and hiding because of sex sex mm. is not an evil thing mm-hmm. please we need to work on changing that yeah outlook. please do so that's something that you need maybe you just need to be telling yourself out loud or just muttering it to yourself that sex is not bad and reclaim um. your body reclaim your body for yourself yeah 
So yeah, um, I kind of hope that this has been helpful. I mean, if you do want to reach out further for advice with the two of you, you know, we, we've plugged ourselves here. We're definitely happy to talk about this further off the pod um, on our media, um, our social media platforms. We just want to have a general discussion. Yeah, send us yeah. an email, send us a DM. Send us an email, a DM, yes. We will definitely keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Okay, so. Another one. Another one. Okay, so this one is from A. So she said, Hola. Uh, you can definitely tell this person is Scottish. <laughs> ma'am. Okay. Me ma'am. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was going to do it in a Scottish accent, but I'm not going to butcher that for you and your experience. Um, hola. Basically, my mum is in a mood lately because it's lockdown and my mental health, in theory, is better at the family home. But if my mum keeps being moody, it's going to really bring down my mood. Do I go back to my flat in Edinburgh, which is super isolated, but still my own space, but but still, wait, but still have my own space and independence or stay at home with my family where we hope to get along soon? It's really messing with my mental. So I guess what they are asking is, do they go back to Edinburgh? Do they go back to their Edinburgh to, their, to stay in their own space? Mm. Um, because in theory their mental health is better when they're back in the family home. Wait, no, no. Sorry. The the situation is their mother is being moody at the moment mm-hmm. and it's bringing down their mood, and but their mental health is better in the family home. They're like, okay, so do I move out to Edinburgh mm-hmm. and stay by myself for a bit, or do mm-hmm. I stay with my family where my mental health theoretically is better, but I just feel like the vibes is off. Um, and and that they hope that they'll get along with their family soon. So do I do I stay or do I go? I hope that's how I interpreted it. Okay, I'm just trying to step into your shoes here because um, it depends on how what what sort of relation. Again, I can't ask questions because it's not two way conversation. Mm. But it's like I would, I wonder why your mum is in a mood. I mean, it seems you say lately, mm. and that's suggesting it's recent. Mm, Maybe sorry. potentially just to start with trying to address that depending on the relationship you have with your mum because Mm. if you can have that open conversation and you can figure out why she's in the mood and if there's anything that you can do to support each other through this situation Mm. that might also help with that rapport as well so because then you can be in your family home with your family Mm. and potentially have a better relationship with them because maybe you've potentially explored what what's going on Mm. this is not to say we'll fix things at all but that's potentially a way to a, a, a something to try mm. is to go okay i've noticed you've been in a mood mom like what's going on and maybe just like adulting like talk to talking to her like an adult like yeah. adult to adult addressing what's going on because yeah. we forget sometimes that our parents are human beings with their own problems sometimes they just don't offload it on us mm. <laughs> <laughs> they don't and they go through their own stuff and mm. maybe having that conversation might help mm. um i don't if you feel like sitting, staying in isolation is going to worse, because that usually would inevitably worsen. make people worse, mm. yeah, worsen people's mental health. So um, it's definitely maybe not something I would consider if you feel like it's going to fling you in there. Mm. Or you could do this intermittent thing where you do back and forth, but it also depends on how far, because where, wherever you are from Edinburgh, what's the distance? Is it practical that you'd be flying left, right and centre? Mm, driving in the left, right, yeah. in the middle of a panny. In the middle of a panny and also the lockdown situation as well. Mm. So, um, but I can understand how, you know, a potential toxic space um, will affect your mental health mm. so it's pretty much like if you feel like you go home and you can go home for a few and see how you feel mm. um 
that would be my option too. My first option would be address, try and have a conversation with my mum and say mm. what's going on and see if it's possible to even maybe take some space, even after then just give each other space mm. and potentially do your own thing. You don't necessarily... So if they're in the living room and they're in their mood, you might want to pack yourself up to the room. If yeah. the conversation with them doesn't work, mm-hmm. you might want to go to a different space in the house and just do your own thing. I agree. Um, and just keep a bit of distance so you guys don't bump into each other and have, um, you know... Fisty cuffs. Fisty cuffs. <laughs> Yeah, I, no, I agree. I would mm. also say, like, try and use this time that you're, like, by... Because I wouldn't necessarily always advocate to be super isolated mm. unless you think that that will work for you. Mm-hmm. But if you think that theoretically, you've said here that theoretically your mental health is better in the family home, then I would suggest, like, maybe this is a, a time to kind of exercise the acting the way that you want to be treated of course we don't we i don't know we don't know you personally we don't know whether like you've actually exercised these things but definitely just building on what michelle said have that like grown-up conversation with your mum and just say look mum like this is how i feel because of da 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 and also again wow we're giving people so much advice about pouring into themselves but i don't ever (laughs) think that you can ever pour into yourself enough um so like yeah so like i think that like definitely use this time to like pour into yourself and literally like if there are things that you need to be out of you can be out of the house i think Mm -hmm. boris said we can go for a run or like oh yeah you definitely can yeah with or without boris you're gonna step aside you, you sometimes you need to exercise nah michelle's been running like a running man she? She's running 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 like mo farah um so like yeah kind of like take some time become like if you need to go for a run go for a super long walk i don't know what your vice is if you need to exercise in a park like do something that t- kind of gets your endorphins up mm-hmm. um there's little like there's a little uh infographic that i'm gonna put on our instagram um maybe tuesday wednesday but check, definitely check it out and it might in it also i'll put it in our highlights of like recommendations highlights and um it with that highlight it kind of has some like happiness chemicals and how to hack them oh, it's yeah. very very arbitrary but it kind of speaks on like okay so if you need to feel like your your bot if you want to feel endorphins this is what you should do if you want to feel serotonin this is what you should do and it's very arbitrary but i think that it kind of does help your mental even when you're at home and it's kind of messing with your mood mm-hmm. to just like don't feel don't feel bad if you need to take some time for yourself but definitely i think regardless you kind of need to have that one-on-one conversation with your mum yeah. and like your kind of your family environment because this might be an opportunity it doesn't mean that they rise to the occasion mm-hmm. but it's an opportunity for you for you a eh? to kind of you know move through this with a new way of working through things and yeah. often yeah okay. seeing how that goes good luck with it good I luck darling you're able to make way with your mom yeah and so again like we'll put that on our instagram sometime this week so keep a lookout for it and if not it's going to be in the recommendations highlight so yeah love it love it oh wait michelle are you reading this one i'm reading this okay. one yeah so this is from aj mm-hmm. um hi silly really but i got this really cute book from a black owned company that i loved but they sent me two and like the person i am i emailed them to let them know their mistake i really expected them to tell me to keep it but they <laughs> replied and asked me to send it back and once wait and once they get it they'd reimburse my postage postage and packaging they said if i can i already agreed However, going to the post office is long. Can I just keep the book or is it stealing? I also kind of, pro- also I kind of promised it to my friend in the meantime. AJ, AJ, because, because first of all, why did you do that? <laughs> 
AJ, AJ, AJ. I have like seven things to say. <laughs> and I'm going to try and say that in, this, in the most diplomatic way. <laughs> I love all our listeners. I do, I do. <laughs> but AJ, okay, let's start with number one. <laughs> like the person I am, I emailed them. Wait, wait, uh, so are you not a person <laughs> if you didn't email? <laughs> No, I also, I it's a, to let them know. I think they. I think what what AJ is trying to say is, I basically told them that they made a mistake in 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 the interest of just honesty and transparency. Just saying, no, but you gave she, me too many. But AJ, things, basically, AJ didn't. AJ didn't think that she said. She, AJ didn't think that she said that in honesty and transparency because, like, she was hoping or they were hoping that yeah. like they would tell them to keep it. Yeah, no, no, she. That's the thing. She mm. was trying to be. I don't know what it, what you do. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like it's it's literally if you this, go to this is a case of like to, you you actually invited trouble. You on invited your head. trouble on your head. I'm not gonna lie, Jay. And you need to like, send that book back. Let me just be serious. Because because actually I feel like when then, when, mm-hmm. when you decided to type the email up, yeah, surely you were like the, you mentally you should have mentally planned. You should have planned in your head that right. I want to send this book because I wouldn't send an email if I have no intention of sending this book back to them. I wouldn't. You send, send an email. email. What, what do, why would you well, send why that would you to send them? Send an email. I didn't literally. And also, it's a, it clearly is a small company. Yes. It clearly is a small company. They need their stock back because they probably it's COVID. Probably these people are doing it as a second job, mm-hmm. or even worse, if this was their only job that they were running this business from. Mm-hmm. You've now told them about a mistake, my dear. If you don't get to that post my office dear, and stand in that to, line, you're gonna have to post it. And and genuinely, what's the question? Can I keep it? Was this dealing? Well, it's not stealing per se because you didn't actually. But it's booky. But it is definitely um, dishonest mm. um, to keep the book after you have now said because you've basically said to somebody, "Oh, I mean to give to charity, but actually, I'm I want that, it back. I want it back. Give me, give me my, my dear. Back. It's not. You can't do that. You have to choose what. Choose one. Do I want to be the person who's a little bit dishonest and just keeping it, just you know, keeping it for myself? That extra thing that they gave me by mistake, I'm gonna keep it. Go go one way and go with your chest. Oh. If you're going to be doing honesty, do honesty with your chest. If you're going to be doing dodgy, do dodgy with your chest. But now you've done honesty. So and you need to move. To t- take the leap, baby. And move take into the, the line baby. of honesty. And we know and you can do it. Return the book. Return the book, please. <laughs> return the book. <laughs> also, I want to know what black-owned company it was. Because me, I won't even buy new notebooks. So please, DM us on Instagram if you can. <laughs> Thank you so much, AJ. Thanks for, thanks for emailing in there. Yeah. So this one is from B. I don't know if we've had B already, but this is another B. No, we didn't have this B. I don't know. So basically, like, <laughs> instead of saying what people's names are, because some people's names sound weirdly like what their names actually are. So I'm, I'm like, really conscious of not actually saying their names, yeah, even though we said make a fake name. But this person's name is clearly not what their name actually is. So this mm. person has called themselves Barbie. So Barbie or Madame B said, how do I cope in a pandemic, girls? Because I literally, literally cannot right now. The gag is being one year into lockdown and asking for advice just now, lol. You made it this far, baby. We made it this far. <laughs> like, to be fair, you made it this far. Well done. Um, I can't seem to find a routine in this new quote-unquote normal. Everything is spiralling as I know it and I just can't. I wake up miserable every day. Oh, darling. I also let live alone, so there's that too. I'm going through heartbreak, but that's a dilemma for another episode. Phew! Boy, oh boy. I miss my friends. I miss dipping it low in the dancery. I miss asking the waiter. <laughs> wait, no! No! Just... Did you read the next line? No, no, no. Okay, wait. I miss asking the waitress for the check on a date night when niggas are too shy to ask. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> I, I miss outside. Help! <laughs> by the way, you lot's prime minister needs to be sacked. By the... <laughs> 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 okay. 
to know what you guys are doing. I didn't know you were doing. He ain't mine. <laughs> by the way, you lost Prime Minister. My Prime Minister needs to be sacked. By um, by the way, and by the way, by the way, you guys are doing amazing, sweeties. Keep it up, smiley face. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, darling. Thank, so Thank you. Okay, so um, one, you're a comedic genius. Definitely. So this at least you have your humor. <laughs> Um, not gonna lie, we are going. Th- we understand this. We all have a unique understanding of this because it's been a lot. Some people, I feel, some have felt this more than others. That's yes. the truth. So, I am others. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Veronica has really been like this. It's gonna be a breeze. Uh, no, oh, no, 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 not a breeze. Somewhere, actually, maybe not a breeze. No, no, no. I've but, been suffering like a suffering man. Oh, have you? No, no, no. Professionally, I'm like. Uh, okay, anyway. okay. Next episode. Okay. Anyway, yeah. but <laughs> but um, some people have felt this more than others, and you seem to be going through to it through it right now. I know it's been a year in, and the, oh, do you know what? One big thing before I even forget my thought process is that the end is nigh. God willing, I'm really We've praying. Come You've come to this the far. end of the road. Still, I can't let go. It's unnatural. You belong to me. I belong to you. Vocals. (laughs) If you hear someone that was out of tree, I just want to say to you all, and I'm going to say it once and say it once for all, I am tone deaf. Yeah? So don't you niggas be at me. If you're not niggas, don't you people be at me. (laughs) So basically, I just, I feel like you've made it this far. You just need to, honestly speaking, like, it's hard times i don't even have anything that's going to even like help you go yeah that's nothing going to soothe you immediately i'm not going to lie but taking solace in the fact that we have made it this far and there is a relaxation along the horizon yeah this is not to say because we're all celebrating june you know all doom doom what's the what's that flash song whatever doom Dun, dun, dun. That's not the final countdown song. I'm so it's sorry. That ain't it. That ain't it. I missed the mark. I'm sorry. Um, mm-hmm. But even if we don't get released to the freedom that we knew before, because I don't even know what that resembles at the moment, but there will be a relaxation on the horizon. Mm-hmm. And so we will hopefully start to resume some form of normalcy. Live for um, April 12th. So live, I'm not going to lie, hold it, hang it. I don't know if that's, well, let me just, let's, be an op- let's be optimistic and say, hang your hopes on the fact that things are going to relax. In April okay? 12th. Like start um, planning out like what those events will yes. look like to you. Yeah, start planning ahead actually. Yeah, like, That's what you do right now actually. You just... Like, so you say you miss dipping it low on the mm-hmm. dance. We've got June twenty first for that. Start practicing your Buster challenge in front of the mirror. Mm-hmm. Start practicing all those things. Start. You need to remember how to shake your ass. Shake, maybe start doing. Shake it like a Polaroid Remind picture, yourself, baby. You know, literally physically prepare. Like I, I'm physically preparing for it. You know, I've taken literally. my exercise up a notch. Um, I have. I've taken it up a notch as well. I've started to listen to like you know building up my playlist and whatever, whatever. I've even started buying outfits. Mm. Okay, I buy something buying outfits for my first. Cocktail with the girl, cocktails with the girls, brunch, all those vibes. It's like rendezvous in the town. Rendezvous in the town, you know? Someone said something about how Shoreditch is going to be like the new Magaluf. Or Shoreditch like Shoreditch in May. <laughs> so just, um, you've done so, you've done really well so far, sis, and I hope that, um, I hope that June 21st actually is, you know, the promises that this man has actually, that we really hope he keeps his promise this time. But of course, it's not really up to him. It's not. It's not up to him, unfortunately. So we can't we can't even blame him if things don't go as planned. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. I mean, we can blame him because of things that might have happened before in terms of decisions that might have been made that we might, you know. However, if that date doesn't happen to be... If what happens, what's the promise that date gets pushed back? It's not his. It's really not his fault yeah. at this point. Um, so yes, 
I'm sorry, and also just to kind of touch on, I'm sorry that you're waking up miserable every day. I know you said you missed your friends and you're living alone. Um, please do call them as much as you, um, as much as you're able to, like reach out to them a bit more. Maybe it's a case of like act- actively setting aside some time, as in like maybe it's a case of like setting aside some weekends and having some Netflix and chill time with your friends. And again, okay, so it's exactly the advice that we're going to give to everybody: part in. Um, so <laughs> pour, into pour, your, into pour into yourself as much as you can mm. like dipping it low in the dance me too I miss desperately <laughs> dipping it low in the dance and some man coming behind me to bust a wine and I just look at them and cut my arm I'm not even cut eyes in it. I'm not cutting eyes anymore I'm not cutting eyes anymore I am yes. whining like a whining Vegas man. Vegas can't be cheesers, you see. Skin. <laughs> um, so like... I'm joking. It's not. It's not been that bad actually. Yeah, no, but like. Sense, so. Nah, honestly, like, we all... <laughs> it's not. It's not that bad to a point where I can't cut eyes. I'm still gonna be cutting eyes. <laughs> I'm still gonna cut eyes. Cutting eyes is my craft. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but just to say, you're doing amazing as well, yeah. sweetie. Like we we know the amount of grace it takes to hold this situation, but definitely go sup, spend some time with your friends. And like, if you ever want to write us, write into us to speak about your heartbreak. Um, please do write in. We are waiting to hear from you. Mm-hmm. So next dilemma. Okay. okay. Do you want to read this one? Yeah. So, this is from Kay. Um, My partner gave me £500 towards buying my new sofa. I told him before he gave me the money that I will not buy the sofa yet, but he insisted on giving me the money. I spent the money on other important things. He found out that I spent the money and he said he cannot trust me anymore and that we need to start afresh because he feels like he doesn't know me anymore. I now, calm down. Now I feel like I have to prove myself to him to gain his trust back. I don't know if I should stay in the relationship. (laughs) Okay, Okay, no, no, sorry, sorry, Kim. I don't know if I need to stay in the relationship before. It's okay because that still is not an identifier. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if I. Hold on, let me go back. Now I feel like I have to prove myself to gain his trust back. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I should stay in the relationship or leave because he's changed completely since the situation. Mm -hmm. We've only been together for three months now. Uh, Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Okay, Veronica, go on. No, man. That's actually okay. So, you told him not to give you the money, but fair enough. Actually, let me actually give this this person credit. Like, Mm -hmm. you told your partner not to give you the money. Mm that you wouldn't and you told him that you wouldn't buy use the so use that money to buy a sofa mm-hmm. are you guys moving in together that's a question mm-hmm. because if you've got a flat together and he said that he's giving you this 500 pounds and you're like okay i don't need to buy this sofa now or like even if it was your own place i would be like actually let me actually be before it I... can't be possecants you know why it's called possecants <laughs> it's impossible because they've only been together for three i mean it's not impossible <laughs> but it's definitely it's definitely soon to fast. be moving in together so i'm assuming it's your sofa for your own place. Okay, let's assume that. Let's go with that assumption. Okay. And so, like, so if that's the case, and then it's been three months, I think that what's happened is that, like, let me not lie, I think that, like, you kind of need to give him his money back so that the situation will just end. Like, I feel as if you need to find some way to find £500, even if you need to save and give him the money back. Because in my situation, when someone acts weird about money in this way, I want to give it back to them quickly so as possible so you don't have anything over me and i think it's also important you know like how he said that like you're you're wondering if you should stay or leave in the relationship i think that again i'm never one to tell people to stay or leave but i think this should be a mac <laughs> listening and listening well to how this man is behaving 
and shine your that eye. That you're going to need to prove himself to. to because I didn't still shine your eye. Okay, first of all, my one is going to be quite short and to the point. Mm. You gave me five hundred pounds towards buying a new sofa. Thank you very much, partner. Very, very appreciative of the fact that you've done a generous thing. Mm -hmm. I said to you that I wasn't going to buy it yet because well, I'm not going to buy the sofa yet. He gave it to you anyway. Mm -hmm. Are you my dad? That's giving me money to, for me to put in the bank and not touch it until you until you, it's appropriate for me to because that level of policing is a bit problematic. Yep. The sofa is still going to get bought. I'm assuming the sofa is still going to get bought, okay? Because you said that you were intending to buy, you were intending to buy um, this, you intended to buy um, the sofa. Like, mm -hmm. you probably will still be buying it at a different time, but you're not ready to buy it now. And then you've used the money for what you've deemed to be more important mm -hmm. at that time. I feel like, personally, if this was me, I would definitely be forking his money back to him. Mm. And then, and you said... I don't know if I should say you've been together for three months and he's come and he's already acting a type of funny way. I think mm -hmm. I'll definitely tell him. I think communication is so yeah, important here. Communicate this to him, him that, that like how it's making you feel. Being, this behavior has been a little. You're kind of. It's a bit much. You're moving like a snake you in the to, grass. You need to. You need to reel it back in. Okay. First of all. You're making it seem as if I've stolen from you, and that's and the problem. Exactly, and that you clearly use this money to spend on more important things that you needed at that moment in time. Give him his money back. I'm not Give him his money Give back. Give his money back, and just be like, look, I feel like in this situation, and I don't know, three months. I'm not gonna lie. I personally would be cutting because your <laughs> behavior is 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 screaming volumes to me. I don't like. There's certain things where I'm just like, I this. It's already it's tell it's like it's a telltale sign. Yeah, no, no, no. Yellow flag. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the flag is mustard. The flag is mustard. It's mustard. Maybe a little bit orangey. Orangey. And in some lights, looks a bit pink. So <laughs> in some lights, it's a bit problematic. I think I definitely first of all before you leave. Also, I don't like cheap men. Just tell him. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that behavior. Mm. Like you gave me the money for the sofa. And you've only been together for three months. Thank you for that, but what? I've it's already it too much wahala like still buy the sofa at wahala is time. trouble either way i'm still plus 500 pounds somehow yeah so if i use 100 pounds 200 300 to do something now it's still 300 pounds going to come out of my bank to buy that sofa on top of the 200 you gave me exactly but why am i explaining this stuff to you anyway who are you exactly anyways me i don't do exactly and i think that like since he's completely changed from the situation this is a fantastic time again put on big girl pants do communication but when you put on those big girl pants please Use i hope that to, i hope you're also in a position financially <laughs> to give him back that 500 yeah give him give him his money and make a decision based on that if you feel like it's a bit sticky mm. um Definitely you're, in that, you're in that phase where you can easily cut and no losses if mm -hmm. that's the case okay don't, don't need to be managing through something that you you've only just about uh, uh established yeah okay um, so I really hope this helps. Um, yeah. So second to last one. Okay. So this is from S. How to navigate life in an ethnic immigrant household as part of the diaspora alien emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to live my best life while all being also being good to family. Where do you draw the line with independence and codependency? Because we can a do without both. You have to navigate dealing with a lot of conflicting feelings. Oh, darling, Earth. My darling, my darling, my darling. So, V, I'm going to let you ah, go for this one. This one's a bit chunky. Um, okay, living as a... I, I think that, like... Okay, so me, both Michelle and I, we're, like, first generation, right? Mm -hmm. So that means that, like, our parents came here 
to this country and we are the first people to be born yeah you're born here yeah, but like yeah no but we're the first people to be born and raised in the uk and i think i'm judging by like the way you've worded this that this kind of holds a similar sentiment so we're dealing i feel as if like whenever i'm presented with this it's actually wild um and i didn't because you and I, right? I'm speaking from our perspective because I think that's the best way to handle this situation or this dilemma. Is that from our perspective, we are both very Nigerian British people, right? Like very Nigerian, very British. Like even the way we've handled this whole dilemma thing, we spent the half of it in Nigerian accents. So <laughs> oh, no. very, very bad ones. Oh, if anyone, no. any, anyone from the anyone from <laughs> Nigeria is listening to us, because apparently you guys got Spotify a few days ago. So. <laughs> moving backwards under Bihari's government as usual. <laughs> but that's actually not Bihari's fault, that's probably Spotify's fault, yeah. not being global. Um, but like, so so just to say that like, I can understand from a certain level and I've only deeped recently how stark and how different, I know I've always known, but you know like when you fully understand how different the cultures are from our parents to us. It's actually like night and day. And especially if you don't have parents that are readily accommodating. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And growing up in societies, cause it sounds like you grew up in a, um, your parents might come from a society that's very, very community based. That difference from wherever you are in the world, but I'm only speaking from my personal experience as being Nigerian, like from like my both of my parents are local babes i love them but they're they're, they're very local babes mm-hmm. and what that means in like general terms is that like they grew up with a lot of actually means that they're village people but like <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was trying to dance out i was like nah they're villagers uh but like they they grew up in like villages that had really close-knit communities and whilst like they all they all like went to uni in like the big towns and like they done but they basically live like the people in Shropshire like you know like when your family is from Shropshire but like you do everything in Manchester you just go back to see your family but that level of coding of like that level of coding of like being very very in tune family based everyone relies on each other and also because we do know that with a lot of these ethnic minority or like our ethnic backgrounds, there's a lot of codependency. There's a lot of abuse that never gets spoken about. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people like not respecting each other's boundaries under the guise of family. There's a lot of in, like there's a lot of codependency. Yet yeah, that disguises independence or disguises community. There's like and there's also us living in this culture where like in the UK for better or for worse, the culture is heavily independent. Like, you could actually go your whole life and not speak to anyone and it'd be okay. It, like, it teaches you to rely on yourself and yourself alone to get by. And that level of distinction and, and like, it's kind of like a chasm. There's, like, there are barely any similarities in the culture differences. Those conflicting feelings, just want to say they're completely valid because they're meant to be there because it is a conflicting situation. But then obviously what you're trying to do is you're trying to live up to both. You're trying to be live your best life but also be good to your family. And the best thing I can tell you is this is again, this kind of nuanced understanding that I've had to understand for myself is you cannot do both. 
not you, to the degree that, that you, need, you to. Would need to i think so choose one yeah and not just i wouldn't even put it down as choosing one mm. actually i think because of we're a lot of us in the situation is in this london i don't know where you were from actually um but in this wherever we are so i'm talking about myself now um mm. in this living in london um living with my parents mm. it's i'm under their roof which mm. is something that they will not cease to stop for they won't cease to remind you that you live under their roof mm. and so if you want to and and they will take anything that you do that's out of line with their expectations of you whilst being under their roof mm. as being a threat as a threat mm. yes they will not they won't they would actually think of it as you're violating their way of living way of living mm-hmm. because you're under their roof so unfortunately the codependency is going to be really really dragging that your earlobe down a little bit if you're at home mm. but i do think that um it is possible to do to do both to some extent but you just not may be. not be able to you won't be able to live your life to the extremes in which you would you genuinely the most simple most practical way is literally when you decide when you can sever yourself from actually living from being under their roof because mm. the, as, as long as you live there because you cannot change their way of you can't change the way they think you can't mm. it is etched so deeply into them and more so now that they've come into this community that is different and more free they want to hold on to hold on to the originality of their tradition and you can't blame them because you can't blame blame them them because like if you like their identity yes it is their identity she keeps it's a trauma response it's trauma because because she's like she finds it wasteful where she had to be keeping every single scrap of what she owned when she was you know in the village when she was younger when she didn't have much Mm. in that community where it's like everything was precious now i'm just like if i throw things away my mom is it's just like it's almost like mom this is you know? Yeah, and, and every my mum exactly, and <laughs> it's like likewise. My mum, she can't throw anything. We need to throw stuff away. Oh, I throw things secretly. I've like vengeance. You know, using vengeance to chop everything. Just in the throwing bin. it away. Um, just that small thing about like the way that like it feels wasteful. It almost mm. feels like oh my gosh, what's oh my gosh? There was a, a, a Netflix movie I watched. Oh, about this, and it's actually quite. It's a drama. It, no, it's a horror movie, mm. and it basically spoke about these this immigrant family, and they they had like survivor's guilt. So I, I will try and find it and see if I can link it in the recommendations, mm. the reco side of the, the podcast as well on Netflix. Um, it's on Netflix, but like I definitely would recommend it. It is, and it it's very traumatic, but it kind of speaks on survivor's guilt about like how our parents came here and they might not have, they could have, most of our parents came from fleeing a war or fleeing some type of adversity if we're going to be no Capiana. Like mm. they, they didn't, now I'm like being the age that they must have that they were when they came here. Mm-hmm. I've come to realize more and more. No one makes that choice because they want to. No, no one makes that choice to sever themselves from their family and their community because they want to. They make it because they've got no other choice. Mm-hmm. And sometimes even if everything was Gucci, like like my parents, like my parents' families were both very well off in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. But it's like very well off in the Nigerian context. Like, but you still want more for yourself, so you have to come. You know what I mean? Land of opportunity. It's the land we've been seeing this place as. Mm-hmm. The land of stolen goods and yeah. stolen opportunity. Mm. Let me just do the asterisks. Yeah. But I do want to say that, like the, the the confliction, the conflicting feelings you're dealing with, they kind of happen because the situation is so conflicting. It mm. is so different. It is so like chasmy. But the only thing I can say, which is my advice and the way that I and Michelle have both lived our lives, mm. is that you need to live life for you. 
we kind of are a bit different because we are different we're kind of meant to be so you need to live life for you you've grown up in a different completely different, different experience experience than them so there is no reason why you should be you should expect yourself to actually be able to fit in line with them so yes. it's like you will be you're different for a mm -hmm. reason so it's going to feel uncomfortable for you because it's not how you it's not how you see life you don't see life with the lens that they see life so mm. if you're trying to live your best life depending on what your best life means you will have to do that separate from them mm. and if you want to do it to the extent of which you would like to do it you might have to be bide your time a little bit and start making plans to keep get a get that distance so mm. you can always come into your family and still be good to them and pop in and blah 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 mm. but i genuinely can't wait till the day i move out of my house so i can be doing me genuinely i love being in my house that place is like my little haven mm. but the freedom of being able to actually live my life as mm. an independent that's the thing independence it's literally you're no longer dependent on these people mm. and whilst you're under their roof there is some level of dependence mm. you're there you know so it's like it's time will tell the drawing the line you have to tailor it so you have to do as much as you can without upsetting them too much because yeah. of course it was gonna it's gonna be a very unlivable situation mm. if you decide to live your true best life and every day you guys are screaming the whole Doing of your area boss, down boss, boss, boss. yeah you're gonna have to compromise on that to some yeah. extent and that's the truth i think we all have depending on the type of family that we have yeah um, and I would say in the meantime, yeah. if you have any friends to talk to, like I know that the movie I'm going to recommend is it's a bit traumatic mm -hmm. and it's not one that will fill you with confidence, but like it definitely touches on survivor's guilt. But I would say that like if you've got any friends to talk to in the meantime, mm -hmm. if you've got any um, like, you know, any cool Instagram pages that you could follow of people having a similar experience, mm -hmm. blog posts, loads of YouTubers kind of touch on this about the differences of growing up in different households. So we just want to say like, yeah. We see you, babe, and you're feeling conflicting things because it's mm. meant to be conflicting and it's hard, but, like... A lot of us in this diaspora, baby, some, a lot of us, do we want to, want to almost some of us want to struggle our parents sometimes, <laughs> just, like, or our family. It's like, what the heck is this and why are you behaving like this? But mm -hmm. it's, yeah. just, it's just there, you know, it's just the way it is. That's yeah. just the way it is. Okay, so We've our final L. one, is this our final one? This is our final one. Do you think we can um, add another one in or should we just... Let's see how we get on with this one. Okay, actually. true. So, um, this is from L. Another, Another L. L. Um, how do you get over imposter syndrome in the workplace? Yeah. I started a new job in November 2020, and one of my New Year's resolutions this year is to literally stop being scared of my job. It's a big opportunity that came out of nowhere that allowed me to skip a couple of levels in my respective field. What do you guys suggest? Ooh, girl. Um, so, given that I am somebody that like, I think we both, we've yeah, had like, kind of both. yeah, <laughs> like we, we both have like, in a good way, like we really like our jobs. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and also like, with great power comes great responsibility. And I think that we both have been offered positions that are like, yo, like we're, we're flying this thing a bit, a bit. Yeah, I feel like we, we kind of skipped a couple of steps. We skipped, it feels a couple like steps. We skipped a couple of steps. Yeah. So sometimes we feel like it's a bit undeserved, but yeah. But surely if we've gotten it, then you must be deserving of it. Deserving that's the one it. thing you need to ground yourself in, and it is so hard mm. to do that, especially like if you were struggling with feelings of inadequacy mm. prior, mm. like um, inadequacy in your job, particularly. Mm. If you're struggling with, with feelings of inadequacy in your job prior, um, and especially because you see you. Um, think that it's a big opportunity that came out of nowhere mm -hmm. so to you it looks just like 
Hmm. You know what? This actually touches on a really important thing of feeling like you have to deserve, like you have to feel like you have to suffer mm-hmm. for the blessings you receive. Yes, this whole suffer, suffer, suffer politics. And that's what fuels imposter syndrome yeah. in, in this in this example, in my experience. Mm-hmm. And so what I found is just like suffer, suffer, suffer head gets everybody nowhere. It's actually really, really funny that we've just been using Nigerian slang for the whole of this episode. Who knows if any of these people get it? But I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> like I hope we've been clear. I hope we've been clear <laughs> enough. But like, like there's a Nigerian way of saying like suffer head, like using suffering to tie it and using suffering as your identity. Like feeling like you need to you have you need to have gone through toil and moil in order to get a good thing. Sometimes you can suffering... just be presenting as you are mm-hmm. and get something, and that's also okay. I know sometimes we find it very hard to reconcile with the fact that. Where, where we are mm. and we didn't have to break a sweat to get there mm. there are many people in life by the way if there's all another on that not even on the flip side just another point to consider there are many people that are getting so much more for doing so much less than you're doing and please ground yourself in, ground that, experience. Yourself in that experience i always look at like in my opinion i'm just like i'm sorry there's a specific genre of person in the workplace that gets a lot of and you probably have one in your workplace everyone has one mm-hmm. they get a lot of opportunities and they are very or even below mediocre mm-hmm. ground yourself in the fact that you look at them you look at yourself and you say yeah yeah i'm a saucy babe because you really are like if you've been if you've been offered this opportunity it's because someone somewhere believes in you and you ultimately knew that you could do it like mm-hmm. this imposter syndrome that you're feeling it's really really hard and also it's coupled with if you're like an ethnic minority yourself if you are like if you're your your name suggests that you might be a femme like a woman so like you if you're also like you know that also has um uh, an impl- implication on how you see yourself it's a bit of inferiority, complex, inferiority complex and it takes a while to kind of navigate through that but i just want you to ground yourself in your source your mm-hmm. grace mm-hmm. like honestly what i would suggest is like waking up every single day and also waking up every single day and knowing that you're there for a reason give it your absolute best shot but i think most importantly prioritize all bits of you that are important and that includes rest Mm -hmm. so you need to prioritize how you rest how you wind down don't be don't don't tie into imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. and then go and do way too much suffering and suffer head Mm -hmm. and then overexert yourself in the workplace like Mm -hmm. that's never a cute thing because at the end of the day you get paid the same even if you're doing too much or too little and i'm not i'm not advocating do less for Mm -hmm. your job definitely not but just saying like don't go and use this inferiority complex to kind of like over you know what i mean like overstretch yourself because you need need retrospectively exactly but you're already deserving are you is this a good thing for you because if Mm. this is a good thing for you you need to channel that energy into celebrating that i am a bad b mm-hmm. how the heck did i get this job oh no i got it and i'm actually I'm going here. to accept, i'm here and also it's like um what's the word if like you said you actually absolutely deserve this like somebody out there looked at your cv bear in mind it's not something that you went and took and stole you didn't you, you didn't, didn't steal you the didn't job steal the job somebody looked at your cv somebody said huh, this person fits the criteria and we want to give this person the they job. They offered you an interview you and interview, you smashed it. You smashed it. And maybe even if if it wasn't what you expected, it's even better. Imagine exceeding something, exceeding your expectations. You've got You're to a baddie. enjoy it. You're actually a baddie. And it's something that you have to actively do. You might It might not just come to you naturally for you to be like, oh, I should feel happy, but I'm feeling... You're going to have to remind yourself every day that you go into that job every day that is it's a working day that it, you have it's genuinely it's actually trying to actively 
intentionally reprogram your way of thinking Mm -hmm. it's genuinely telling yourself Mm -hmm. it's like how i've convinced myself through some insecurities that i am the buff bay i'm the creme de la creme she is the buff bay she is the creme de la creme see people tell me this stuff and sometimes i don't believe it but i don't really i internalize it but it does it's almost like i don't i'm not convinced so Mm -hmm. i genuinely have to it's almost like i'm doing what i call self-deceit but in a good way i'm now deluding myself into this i'm convincing myself i am actually saying to myself yeah i am all these things even Mm -hmm. if i don't feel like i am until i start to believe it it's one of them fake it till you make it type situations yeah um but you deserve this you deserve this blessing you know and also like if you're, yourself, if you're, you're spiritual not the as well i believe in miracles you know yeah sometimes i also believe that mary it was definitely what you call it immaculate, immaculate conception she you know and also all the if it depends if you're religious if you're religious if you're a christian if you know anything about the bible or anything like that um i do believe that some things in life just happen for the good and they just happen and you're like oh oh okay a good thing has happened to me mm. i may not have had to work for it like i do believe in miracles so mm. i like, believe in the miracle that you got this good thing and you deserve mm. it michelle said i believe in miracles so yeah you deserve it you deserve it and enjoy it and honestly just work hard as hard as you feel comfortable working challenge mm-hmm. yourself and but don't do it because you feel like you need to deserve the job do and it because don't, you like to put your heart and mind into everything and don't over i, I want to really really like awesome. don't because sometimes imposter syndrome how it shows up is like a really toxic form of perfectionism mm. and that is stemmed in inadequacy and it takes a while a lot like just knowing from your name that like you're a woman like i don't even know if like you're an ethnic minority to add on top of that or even if like you're on the spectrum of sexuality you're on the spectrum of like autism adhd we don't even know all of that stuff that can further add to your inadequacy because you're different from um you're different from the norm Mm. and so like what happens is even just being a woman in this space or like a femme in this space it kind of like has it kind of makes you feel Mm. or makes you or makes you doubt yourself or kind of plagues into those inadequacy complexes that exist in society Mm. that kind of prop up the reason why are why you probably feel like you ain't shit on a thursday and so just remind yourself of your absolute amazingness at my work from home schedule you know like when people give me a compliment on my work mm-hmm. i know it sounds so like people like people often say that like yeah i do a really good job and stuff mm-hmm. but i never believe it because i'm just like oh no i never believe it because i'm just like oh like i i can't um i can't really do this thing mm-hmm. i can't really do this thing i can't really i don't know if i can i don't know if this is i don't know if this is the one for me mm-hmm um so what i do is that when people give me a compliment on my work i write it down on a post-it note and i stick it on the wall in front of me and so like on the wall in front of me when i'm working from home i've just got like this list of how well i've done things and i kind of section them into like my public speaking which sometimes i might feel a bit conscious about my strategic thinking my strategic planning my um the way i interact with my team the way i manage certain people on my team the way i work through different projects and i literally i spit my compliments split my compliments up and then when i'm feeling like down in the dumps which is often because i struggle with imposter syndrome a lot but when i'm feeling down in the dumps um like i look at it and i'm like oh hell no like i can do this Mm. like clearly i can do this because what these people are saying is what i know about myself Mm. ultimately Mm. i'm sometimes i'm just worried that people might not see it for that Mm. so yeah so like i think that's one do you think we could do another um yeah we can do a random surprise one actually um as the last one yeah Let's pull one up. Okay. Oh, wait, what did I just say? No, no, God, do that one. <laughs> this is clearly written by a three year old. I don't uh, know how is... they got 
access to this. This is um, the final one. This is the final one. Just keep it light. Keep it light. Keep it light. This is oh. by L2. They actually call themselves L2.0. L2.0. This is a bad, this bad art. I know this was sent as a bad art, but we're going to answer it anyway. We're going to answer it anyway because you're, you're rubbishing the, we're rubbishing the airwaves. You're actually rubbishing the airwaves. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, let's do this. Do it. Do it. Oh. Okay, so... This is clearly a, 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 a man. This is why. Anyway, so like L2.0 like said, I have a very small penis and can't satisfy women. And satisfy women, what should I do? Um, first of all, um, size is subjective. So very small to you might be... <laughs> small to someone else might be average to someone else you know there's that i'm trying i'm trying to attack it from a positive outlook yeah okay? i think that's important so so small is subjective sometimes yeah, I think it is okay because some people are used to schlong de la schlong yeah wow and they now see normal size penis that doesn't need to be in the goodness, goodness book and of the records and they're like oh penis, my god it's small yeah. what's the average penis size anyway in the uk i think it's about four to five inches so i'm trying to i'm trying to <laughs> no, that's a lie. You're lying. <laughs> wait, wait, sorry. Wait, wait, sorry, wait, sorry, sorry, Nick. Sorry. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> um you I don't know, I think it's also I would say definitely like I don't know how many women you've 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 tried to satisfy that have not been satisfied. It and might I, just be the ones you've experienced. Yeah, so and I also would say, like, on a really, like, important note, like, what we are saying earlier about sex being a form of body language and communication, mm -hmm. and I would highlight this here, that, like, for some people to be communicated with, as, just adding on to Michelle's point, they might need a bigger size penis or bigger size phallic objects, right? Mm -hmm. But you're forgetting that there are different ways to have sex. Like, it's not just, like, there's so many people that don't have penis, but penises, but have penetrative sex. Like, the way that some queer relationships have sex sex the way that some queer relationships have sex i can't say speak today sex sex <laughs> intercourse In yeah the, yeah intercourse. the way that some queer relationships book reading. <laughs> <laughs> no, the way that some queer relationships have sex is that they use like strap-ons they use other penetrative objects they use dildos they bring that into the bedroom remember it's about body language and it's really important to communicate with your partner and i think mm -hmm. that's what you should kind of take home as a communicative method just understand how you communicate with your partners how you um how you experience your partners and how like remember that different people that don't even have penises are having sex in amazing ways so yeah, just because you have a smaller penis doesn't mean that that's going to be a problem yeah that's not that's not going to be your that's not going to be the reason why you don't have jazz like you know like some people that don't have penises have like like amazing sex you know so like that's not that's not the reason for you yeah. so yeah yeah so um thank you so much guys for sending in your dilemmas thank you for taking the time actually yeah. to you know type up your stuff like and just kind of open yourself up to us and trusting us with <laughs> giving advice that could hopefully be helpful to you we kind of hope that we've said some we've, we've given some helpful tips and and, and um um, um, nuggets of knowledge um for you guys to help you with your issues and um 
yeah hopefully yeah they do help actually exactly and let us know if they have or they haven't we actually are looking forward to this and as mentioned we're probably going to do like more dilemma episodes in the future just mm. because how of like how many we've got in so clearly there's a need and if you do want to write into us to have a dilemma mm. click in the link in our instagram bio actually we'll also put a link to our link tree in our general bio on spotify apple pods google pods wherever you get your podcasts from so you can kind of take a look at that and then just submit your dilemmas remember they can be anonymous or you can email them in if you're feeling a bit brave so yeah it's been all from us today the next episode is going to be a mother's day one because it's going to be after mothering sunday um of course yeah and so we look forward to it. So remember, guys, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. That's I don't know to be honest pod. If you want to email us, that, that's I don't know to be honest pod at gmail.com. And remember to use the, the hashtag, which is I don't know to be honest pod. Very consistent with our branding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, okay, guys. See you next you. time. Thank you for listening and-